Hey guys, this is Jay Riley D from Invisible As I Am podcast, and man, I got a story for you guys today. A story for you guys today. It's gonna get real honest, real vulnerable. I'm working right now, so just bear with me. Um, it's a lot of heavy traffic, but we're gonna talk about family cult mentalities. And basically, we're still on the topic of dysfunctional love. And in this season, I have really, really been focusing on developing um, a healthy mindset, a healthy heart. And if you've listened to my other podcast episodes, you know that I really have been hurting a lot internally. And so focusing on getting healing is so very important and i've been reading this book by alice miller called banished knowledge and she she goes there and she has really like opened my eyes to see what i've really been going through as as a human like how to heal from the inside out how to heal your inner child and and all that stuff and it takes me a while to read this book because I'm like reading a lot of things at once but I because I'm so focused on healing my heart it comes off offensive to people when I do certain things or when I say certain things and they don't like that the way I'm focusing it, it, it seems that it's hurting other people and so since it seems like I'm hurting other people what people do is say that I'm having blind spots like I don't see that I don't see what I'm doing or they tell me I need to correct what I'm doing or they just try to reprove me or rebuke me for the way that I'm handling things and stuff like that but the reality is you only have half a story and when you have half a story and you try to come at someone without all the information really trying to understand why is someone doing what they're doing like okay so here's the story guys you know this is my journal so i normally am pretty honest about it me and my mom got into a fight and it felt like an indirect fight but we got me and my mom we have been working on building our relationship for the last two years and my mom is very broke broken like damaged goods I would say and what she doesn't realize is that she's always trying to win the approval of her mother her mother abandoned her rejected her and treats her like she's the black sheep of the family all the time she mistreats her mom my grandmother mistreats my mom like she's done some pretty wicked things to her and normally I'm not around when this stuff is happening, so I never see it. Because if I was, I would defend my mom and stuff like that, but I'm never there. And my grandma is like the ringleader of my bloodline. Like, she's, it's like having a cult leader who thinks that she's always right, she's right with God, and everything that she says is God sent. Like, it's just her way or no way or if it's not her way she judges and she criticizes and her words cut to a point to where they hurt you and they don't heal you and my mom is like always wanting my grandmother's opinion on things I'm like 
why on earth are you talking to her for advice on this and that when you know she's just very negative and, and my mom's head is like this is my mom this is my mom and in my head is like okay well um your mom is very negative this is not someone you should be getting advice from this is not someone you should have in your ear constantly and at the same time you're making her an idol in your heart before jesus and a big deal for me is getting all the idols out get all the idols out get all the wickedness out of my heart to the, you know god clean my heart up you know god clean the wickedness out of my thought life and if, if i have dysfunctional ways if I have a dysfunctional way of thinking, a dysfunctional way of being, because the way that I grew up, I grew up under a mother who had a dysfunctional way of loving, a dysfunctional way of being, because her mom had a dysfunctional way of loving and a dysfunctional way of being. But it seems like I'm the only person who can see the dysfunction in my family. My whole family is dysfunctional on this level. The relationships, the relationship dynamics are enmeshed so much so that even my auntie spends most of her time talking to her mom like like they're glued at the hip or something like it's it makes no sense other than cult mentality and dysfunction um, like my family is full of unhealthy relationships from childbirth I, I mean like yeah from childbirth but just as long as I've been old enough to understand it. So it's basically a jump how high mentality. And for my mom, because she's seeking, she's seeking so badly to be approved and uh, accepted by her mom that like it affects our relationship. And for so long, for so long, I just kind of like, run with it don't really say much about it like i have made mention about like my mom and her mom's relationship but my mom doesn't she doesn't see it the way i see it she's desperate to be loved by her mom because her mom and her just didn't have the greatest relationship her entire life and my mom's willing to throw her own daughter under the bus for that relationship and I just finally got fed up with it because where I'm at in my life, I just don't need that type of drama. I don't need that type of stress. And my healing is my primary focus right now. My entire life, I have carried the weight of a broken heart, a sorrowful soul, depression. I mean, like, you name it. I did self-harm because my insides were trying to tear me apart. And my outside environment wasn't conducive to anything healthy or love. You know, the love of Jesus Christ is so different from the love I grew up with. And to me, that's not love. And I was talking, I was actually texting my cousin back and forth today. And we got into it because I'm going to, there's so much of the story I still have to share. But we got into it because we weren't seeing the same page about this love. And she, she said, me and my love, me and my mom had this relationship where we have this dysfunctional love and stuff like that and i'm like love is not dysfunctional that's pure brokenness my mom doesn't know how to love me outside of giving me stuff like my mom is she will show her care for me 
through affection. I mean, not affection, but through financial, financial gifts or trying to help me pay my bills or giving me gas money or um, when I was struggling in my marriage, I had to go stay with her for a couple weeks because that environment was just toxic, you know? So I had to stay with her for a couple weeks. And so she'll do stuff like that. And that's the way she shows that she cares. But even while I was there, we got into it so bad that I had to leave. This is not love, guys. This is dysfunction. This is brokenness. This is unhealthy relationship dynamics. When you can't have your way, it, like when you can't have your way, you don't force it on someone else because they don't see the way you see. And the thing is, I have been trying to get so much light so much of jesus christ's truth so much healing i mean every day that i'm out here working i am drowning myself in godly podcasts and and, and learning about addictions that i have like i have you know struggle with food struggle with food guys so Dealing with all the things that are hurting me, have been hurting me, things I didn't realize were affecting me, things I didn't realize were addictions or dysfunctions, like, it's a lot of work. And it's going to come off as offensive to other people when I don't do what they want me to do or agree with what they say. And that's one thing that's going on right now. My mom and I got into this indirect argument so here's the story i was so tired and i didn't feel like going to work that day it was raining i didn't feel 100 percent, and so i decided to go to my mom's house to pick up um something from her and so i went to go pick it up and i ended up staying there pretty much the entire day like all the way to like nine a little bit after nine o'clock at night from morning time to night time and that day I really just kind of wanted to go back home because like home is where I feel, feel safe home is where I I can do whatever I want to do no restrictions and home like I don't have to tiptoe around anybody I can you know I have food that I can eat at home because I eat a whole food plant-based uh, diet or lifestyle, my mom generally only has fruit that I can eat at her place. And so I either have to order something or go get something or something like that. And so this case was the same this night because I had been there so long, there wasn't much for me to eat in her house. And by the end of the night, I did have to order something. But prior to all that, like my mom, she had took this week off at home for vacation so she's just like hanging around the house getting it together and stuff like that and during that process of her getting her house together i'm 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 just kicking it with her like i really kind of wanted to go home just because i didn't want to be there all day and and stuff like that i just wasn't really feeling that atmosphere and i stayed i stayed for one reason guys because I knew that my mom didn't want to be alone and she wanted me to be there. She didn't have to say it with her words. She said it with her actions. And so I stayed. Now, and, and I had to work 
the next day. I had to work because I was taking this particular day off. So it was important because I took this day off that I needed to get home in a reasonable time so I can't get enough sleep to even get up because what my mom knew about me is that I had already been struggling to get back on track with my work schedule because something in me had been so broken and damaged that going to work was a war zone and today I'm still working on that I'm still praying about it and I'm pretty sure I've talked about it in my podcast working has been a challenge mentally emotionally all of that and so my mom knew this was a struggle for me and for her it was just outside her mind to keep me keep me there all night and stuff like that like it, it wasn't her priority to think oh Jay Riley has to go home and has to get up for work because she took today off and she stayed with it. She stayed and hung out with me all day. Like, my mom wasn't thinking about that. She, she wasn't thinking about my well-being and what was affecting me. She was only in her own world. And this was very, like, hard for me. Like, really. I stayed there for her. I stayed there all day for her. And maybe she doesn't realize it and maybe she doesn't know. But like I told I kept saying, like, um, I'm gonna like I mentioned going back home a couple times. I don't remember how I phrased it, I but I mentioned it. And so um <sighs> we get to the point in the day. Like my mom, she wanted to watch TV, and so I didn't really want to watch anything that she wanted to watch. But I stayed there and I watched it because I knew she wanted me to watch it with her. That's what you do when you love and care about someone. You do it even when you don't want to do it. And we, me and her, we started talking about her dating life. And my mom, she didn't really want to hear what I had to say about her dating life, even though she put me in the mix. And she said something very harsh to me. She said... Um, because like the way she was talking to me and stuff like that, the way she saw me wasn't as her friend. She saw me as her daughter. And when she, because I was trying to give her advice about dating because I'm going through all this stuff in my marriage. I'm like, mom, this is, I was trying to be helpful. I wasn't trying to judge her or anything. I was just trying to give her some words of wisdom and encouragement because when you become a wife, this is not how you want to deal with guys. You don't want to attack them for not texting you back one day or whatever. And I was just trying to give her some advice because my mom is a very strong, independent woman. And she's very hard-headed. And it, she will cut you cut you out of her life quick. And she'll, she'll go off on you quick if you are a dude that come at her sideways. And so I was just telling her, Mom, you can't do that. You can't do that if you want to be have a relationship with a husband one day. Like, that's stuff you have to work on now. And she didn't like what I was putting down. And she didn't want to talk about it anymore. And I was just trying to get her to see what I was saying. And she, she threw out an insult by saying, I don't remember how she worded, but she said, you're just my daughter or something like that. And you're not my girlfriend or something like that. You're not my friend. 
And so when she said that, that felt like an insult because the way she said it, it's like you, most parents look at their kids as inferiors. Even as you become an adult, they think you can't tell them anything because you're the child. Even if you're 41 years old, you're the child and they're the parent. And my mom didn't want to hear what I had to say, even though what I was saying was correct. And it was going to help her become a better, uh, to actually be a healthy wife, have a healthy relationship and not run off her potential mate because she gets so defensive, like really quick. From all the mistakes that I've made in my marriage with my husband and trying to control him and going off on him and stuff like that like i learned that stuff from my mom i learned how to protect my heart in the wrong way from my mom against the wrong people and i was just after everything i've learned so much guys i've learned how to stop myself from saying things even though i still wrestle you know, and I'll say things. I'll still say some things, you know, that I shouldn't say out of emotions. But I've been working on that so much. And with my husband, I try my best to watch what I say. But e even as I learn to watch what I say, I'm sorry, even when I learn to watch what I say, if that person does not have a healthy perspective on life, they don't have healthy communication skills if they don't know what their dysfunction is if they can't see the manipulation and how they carry themselves and how they talk they're not going to get what you're saying and they're going to play the victim card and that's what my family does and that's what my husband does and i i have gotten to a point in my life where i'm like god i don't want that i don't want any of that i'm tired of being a broken individual, dysfunctional individual with unhealthy relationship dynamics, habits, and patterns. And my family, they don't get that. They don't get that. They do not understand. They don't see it. And I don't try to force my perspective. I used to do what they do. I used to do it because that's what I learned. That was in my blood. But I pray to God to break those things off of me, break generational curses, break off familiar spirits, break off whatever covenants that are not of God. Like, I pray about that. I seek that stuff out. I try to get, get as much knowledge and truth in, inside of me as I can right now so that I can stop being that old version. So I don't carry on that other stuff. One day I want to be a mom myself. I want to have a family. One day I want to be remarried or whatever. And I want to have healthy relationship dynamics. I want to teach my kids to do it a different way than I was taught. Actually, I wasn't taught. I just learned how to do bad things bad ways. You know, I and so I stayed at my mom's all day. And I stayed for her, even though she didn't ask, I could tell because she wanted me to watch TV with her. She wanted me to do workout with her. She wanted me there, even though I really just wanted to be by myself because me and my mom's energy does not always mix. And so I didn't want to be there all day, really. But I stayed for her because that's what you do when you love and care about someone. You do it even when you don't want to. And it wasn't that I was trying to enable her loneliness or anything like that. I was just trying to be present. Okay? So, here's what happens next. 
Um, by the end of the day, I needed something to eat. I was starving. I hadn't eaten hardly anything. My mom had a little bit of fruit there and she had some pickles. And that's not food. That's just fruit and pickles. And so um, around like eight-ish or whatever, I started looking at things to eat. Most of the restaurants were already closed that I could actually order from on the type of diet or lifestyle that I eat. And so I, the only other thing was like ordering pizza. And the way that I would order that pizza is I would order it thin crust with a bunch of veggies on it and without any without any dairy on it no dairy on it no type of dairy so no cheese just sauce vegetables and you cook that thing up in the oven and so that's what i ordered but the amount of time at first i was gonna have it delivered and my mom even offered to pay for the food she did pay for the food and so um she said that she wanted to take a shower and then you know work out while i was um gonna do all that so my mom likes to take a bath before she works out i don't know why but she does so um i ordered the food and they said it was gonna be like a, a 70 minute wait i'm like oh no it's already super late you know i live 30 35 minutes away from my mom like i have to make that drive back and then still get enough sleep to get up and work in the morning and I, like I said, guys, I had already been struggling to develop this habit and, and to get healed from whatever it causes me to not want to work or feel like I can't, you know, win the day. And so they were talking 70 minutes. By the time that food would have got there, it would have been so late and my food probably would have been cold. And I just didn't want to do that. I It was already too late. So my mom, she wanted to watch a movie. And so that's why I was ordering food because there's no way I could sit through an hour and a half movie and not eat something at this time of night and stuff like that. I just didn't want to have to wait to go home to eat because I was just so weak. I was feeling so fatigued in my body. And so my mom said, okay, you order the food, I'll take a bath and then maybe get a little bit of workout in while you go get the food. And so... I'm like, okay, fine, uh, th that's cool. And then we come back and we watch the movie. And I even like asked her if she wanted anything. And so I get there picking up the food. It took a, a little bit of a minute, but it was much quicker for me to go pick up the food than to have someone deliver me the food at that time of night. And so when I come back, unbelievable. My mom was on the phone with her mom, with my grandma. She's on the phone with her. I wasn't even gone that long. My mom should have been working out or taking a shower or whatever, a bath, whatever. She should have been doing that, getting ready so we could watch the movie together. Because my mom wanted to watch this movie. I didn't want to watch a movie and I didn't want to watch this movie. Quite frankly, I just wanted to go home. But I was doing all this because I was trying to be present. Because when you're feeling lonely and stuff, sometimes you need family. And I was just trying to be there for my mom, even though she didn't say it. <coughs> Excuse me. Even though she didn't ask, I was trying to be present. Okay, so it was a big disappointment for me to come back. My mom's on the phone with her mom. She, she hasn't worked out. She's not ready to watch the movie. I don't even know if she bathed. Like, I was just 
very upset about the situation. And because one, every time my mom gets on the phone with my grandmother, my grandma speaks garbage into her ears. And my mom lets her. My mom does not stand up for herself. She like, and then they'll be on the phone forever. And it's like, I don't want to be around that. That's not something I like to be around, guys. As you can tell, I'm like very like energetic about this topic because I am passionate about like, I don't need garbage or trash around me. And when my grandma talks, that's what comes out. And she claims to be a woman of God and stuff like this. But it's like, when you talk, I don't hear God and I don't feel God. All I hear is your negative opinions. And your negative opinions are not the truth. And so that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at about that situation. And I come in, I got my food, I'm ready to watch the movie because I want my food to get cold. You know, you want to sit and watch the movie and eat your food at the same time. It's a great, um, like they, they pair well together, eat hot food while watching the movie. And so um, my mom's still on the phone and I'm getting annoyed because it's like, you're the one who wants to watch this movie. The only reason I'm still here after nine o'clock at night is because of you wanting to watch this movie together that's it it's not a movie that i want to watch but i'm here for you and you're not taking that seriously and i still have to work in the morning i don't i'm not on vacation i'm making a big sacrifice by being here right now and my mom didn't think about any of that she did not think about how her being on the phone with my grandmother was affecting me and affecting our relationship and the one thing is my grandmother will get on the phone and ruin our entire day. So, basically, the rest of that night, I wasn't even back that long. But my mom knows I don't. I don't really care to talk to my grandmother. My mom knows that that I. My grandmother is negative. Like I've told my mom this. Like I don't want to talk to her. Or nothing. I just don't want nothing to do with her and stuff like that because she's just filthy negative and if it ain't her way then she's gonna critique you judge you and then try to make you feel bad and tell you you're wrong and, and whatever way that she wants to tell you you that you're not right or you're not handling things a certain way and so for me that just don't roll with me you're not about to talk to me any kind of way think i'm just gonna digest it because you don't like that I don't agree with you. And so my mom's on the phone with her, walking around the house, and I'm like, mama, are we gonna watch this movie or not? And my mom hands me the phone because she, she think I wanted to say hi to my grandmother. And I didn't wanna say hi to her. Uh, because every time you say hi to a certain person in the family, guess what they wanna do? They wanna talk. I don't wanna talk. I don't wanna talk, I have nothing to say to anybody anybody nothing guys because only bad will come from those conversations with them because it's one it's a one track mindset it's either you think like this or or we're gonna critique you and judge you and punish you for having your own mind having your own voice uh so my mom handed me the phone and said hello i said hello and my grandmother knew we were about to watch this movie and she goes into a full-blown conversation with me about politics 
Now, my mom knows I'm voting for your... I'm voting for whoever God's hand is on for election. I don't care what people think. I don't care what people say. I'm voting for the president that I believe God's hand is on. And most people are not going to like that. And that's fine. I don't care. Because I'm not here to do anybody's will but the will of the Lord. I'm for God's will and God's people. And I'm for a president that's about God's will and God's people. Even if he's flawed, even if he's flawed, it does not matter because if God's hand is on it, that's all that really matters. And so my grandmother is talking negatively about Black Lives Matter. She's talking negatively about President Trump. And like, I did not even want to talk to her on the phone. And I sure didn't want to go into politics. And she's talking about all the wickedness in the world. And I'm like, and she's talking about the news. And then I said, that's not a surprise. The Bible talks about the days getting evil, you know, becoming more evil as time goes on. And she decided to give me her opinion and said it should be a surprise. I'm like, why should it be a surprise if the Bible already says it? And I just didn't want to argue with her. And she's just saying all these things. And every, th every time I say anything uh, contradicting what she says or against what she says, she starts to give me her whole like speech or debate about why it is the way she thinks it is and and all this stuff and i just like all i want to do was eat my food my food up here getting cold guys because my mom handed me the phone to someone i didn't even want to talk to who wanted to talk about politics and she knew we we're about to watch a movie and that had just got food and now my food is getting cold and my mom just wants me to play puppet and i'm like you gotta be kidding me and so my mom she's like giving me the the, the eye gr grimming at me and stuff because i'm like why did you hand me the phone like i literally covered the phone and said why did i put my grandma on you i said why did you hand me the phone like why did you like i why did you do this to me basically so my mom didn't like that i was responding the way i was and I was being respectful. I was just doing it in a way that my family disagrees with. And so, um, I wanted to end the conversation because I was just, I can tell I was getting irritated and annoyed being on the phone. And my mom, she started asking me for the phone back. And I didn't say anything because like, my grandmother was still in mid-sentence giving me speeches on paragraphs and my family here's the thing about my family they are big on respect but it's not a healthy form of respect it's that type of respect that makes you feel like you're inferior as a person and like you can't have a voice and that that my friends is not healthy that's not healthy. That's cult mentalities. You know, there is a way to respect your family and respect your elders and respect, you know, other adults. But the thing is, I'm also an adult. And you should respect me just as much as the next person, you know? Like, I'm not saying treat me as if I'm your mother. No, that's not what I'm saying. But as your daughter, you have no respect for me. 
You have no respect for my feelings. You have no respect for my my thoughts. You have no respect for the fact that I have a different opinion and perspective than our entire family. And you critique me and you punish me with your words and your actions and your emotions because I disagree. And that's not okay with me. It's, it's far from okay with me, guys. And so my mom's like she wants the phone back and so my grandmother's in missington saying all these negative stuff about politics blah 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 and i cut her off and i said my mom my mom wants to hey uh sorry to cut you off my mom wants the phone back sorry about that and my grandmother got so quiet because no one cuts her off when she talks it's like it's like she's the president or something in her mind that you don't cut me off and I cut her off in mid-sentence and she lost her crap in silence because no one does that in my family you don't cut her off you don't cut someone saying all these negative stuff to you off because they don't see it as negative they see it as a god sense or whatever you want to call it i don't even have the words for it but i cut her off i handed the phone to my mom my mom was livid her face was livid because i cut her mom off in mid-sentence but like you're asking for me for the phone back first off and at the same time i don't even want to be on the phone with her i don't want to be on the phone with my grandmother talking negative into my ear like that's not what I want and my food's getting cold and I'm only here to watch this movie with you and you're giving me the eye and the you're 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 giving me a grimace like get out of here with that like I love my mom and I do my best to respect her but what she thinks is respect and what is honoring is not like she has the wrong perspective about what true respect looks like like she has this unhealthy perspective of respect it's like it's my way or the highway and that's what we call respect and that's not respect that is trying to shut down my voice because you completely and totally disagree i don't care if you disagree i'm tw i'm 27 and i'm allowed to have a mind of my own and think differently what's wrong with that nothing guys there's nothing wrong with that unless it's destructive that's the only time there's something wrong with that is if it is destructive to you and to others the fact that i'm seeking god's voice and his truth over anybody else's voice and their truth it it means i'm not looking to be destructive and tear people down it means i'm looking for god in all things i'm looking for his voice and if it's not his voice so the bible says my sheep know my voice and another they will not follow and that's what i was thinking about in that moment my grandma was spitting all that garbage to me and even on my way home because i left i left upset and it's like this was not god speaking to me through my grandma about all the political garbage in the world like that was not the lord's voice it was a stranger's voice. And a stranger's voice is not the truth of God. The stranger's voice, quite frankly, in that moment was very dark and demonic and fueling 
fueling the agenda of the devil. She was not speaking the promises of God over the nation when she was talking to me. She was not speaking the promises of God over the situation going on in the earth. No, she was giving me her negative opinion about what was going on. And that, my friends, I will not listen to. I don't care who you are. I won't listen to it. I won't digest it and make it my own view. Because you want to shove your opinion and your views about what's going on in the world down my throat. I will not ingest it just because you want me to. I will not make your lies and what you believe is your truth, my truth, and take them from for my lies like i won't do that that's an injustice to jay riley that's an injustice to myself guys you have to speak up for yourself even when it's gonna go against the grain you have to i mean make sure you know what you're doing make sure you're listening to god but like when you know something's wrong speak up speak up for yourself don't just take it because when people speak death no matter if they're talking badly about you or badly about the nation or badly about the president when they're speaking death over you your spirit and your soul reacts it can feel it it almost shrivels up like if you ever seen one of those movies like um with witches and stuff like um snow white and seven doors and like the heart the heart could shrivel up and become black or something like that like i'm not saying it was in that movie but i'm just giving an example that's what happens when people speak death over situations and then they speak it into your ear and try to make you eat it don't eat that stuff it will kill your soul it will kill your soul it will break your heart and kill your soul. You have you're the only one responsible for your heart aside from God. And you don't let anyone jeopardize that. So, this is becoming a little bit long-winded and so I'm going to do a part 2, but at the end of the day, guys, you are responsible for your heart taking care of it and what goes into it and one and what comes out of it. Once you become old enough to realize what's going on inside you and inside the world, you have to pay attention. And so you are responsible to love yourself more than what someone wants to poison you with. So if someone is making you feel unsafe and they're talking to you and they don't realize it, cut it off. Tell them, I'm sorry, but I can't listen to this. I have to go or whatever it is you got to say whatever it is you got to do or walk away but you don't have to sit there and take anything that's gonna hurt you harm your spirit and hurt your soul because at the end of the day negative words only produce more negativity in a person there's no life in that god breathes life he is life and truth gives us hope and if someone's speaking the opposite of those things and the opposite of god you're going to get that inside you and then wake up one day and wonder why you're having a bad day and your attitude is bad and all, and you're just seeing things through negative eye lens and that's because what are you letting people put in you? Don't just let people put anything in you. They're not responsible for your healing in your heart. 
They don't even know how to take care of their own heart if they're doing that. That's something that I'm not trying to do to people. No matter how much they disagree with what I'm doing in this season, my heart is what's most important because no one in my family ever taught me to take care of my heart. No one. And I ended up with a broken heart, shattered in pieces, my heart scattered all over the place, and no one taught me how to take care of it the right way. And now me and God are working on the pieces, putting them back together. And I'm letting him. And I don't care what anybody thinks or feels about that. I won't just take it. I won't just take people's abuse. And they don't realize it's abuse. They don't realize it's dysfunction. Guys, you have to wake up and pay attention. You matter and your heart matters. Your What you feed yourself matters. Even if it's coming from someone else, it still matters. I love you guys. I'm going to do a part two to this because this is already long-winded. And I'm going to drop a, a, a good good song after this. I don't know what yet, but it's going to be dope. I always drop dope songs, so it will speak to this message. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Open your eyes, no, don't be scared at all. Or we'll jump out of aeroplanes and the lakes will break our fall. Don't make a sound, cause I'll be with you the whole way down. And I told you. Everything, and I know it's quite soon, but you've got a lovely heart, and I hope that you feel it too. When a flame follows these sparks, just don't tell me lies because I've been let down too many times. And I told you everything So I'll spend the night looking into your eyes Because I want to remember them If I ever fall blind well, We can jump in the ocean and sink like stones Okay, with me, baby, cause I'll be next to your bones. <laughs>